And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Adventures in time and space. Transcribed in future. Dimension. On stage tonight, Dimension X. Another in the Wheaties' big parade of exciting half-hour presentations. Say, tomorrow's Saturday, you know, and maybe you don't have to show up for work. A whole swell summer day for just what you want to do. So, start off with a big holiday bowl of Wheaties at breakfast, and just see how it sparks up the morning. Wheaties are a whole week, you know, and I don't have to tell you what good, sturdy nourishment that is. So, if you've got fish to catch or golf to play or maybe a hike to take, just see how Wheaties can make it all a lot more fun. You know what? Why, lady, mister, it's just because you feel good when you've had your Wheaties. John Fire. Just you see how Wheaties at 7 and help at 11. When the first space rocket lands on Mars, what will we find? Will we be welcomed with open arms or will the Martians treat us as invaders? Only one thing is certain. Someday a giant metal ship will take off from Earth to travel through the black velocities of silent gulfs of space, to descend at last into the darkness of the upper Martian atmospheres. And on that day, man will finally know the answers. The day we first land on Mars. Remember, we don't know what kind of reception is waiting for us down there. ASB 500. Altitude now 4,000. Bridge to engine room. Stand by for deceleration. Engine level. Aye. Fire forward tubes one and three. Aye. Kids down. Kids next. Altitude 500. Four. 350. Three. Upper point now. All right. Let's shut her down. Look out! Cut the power. Master's pipe battle station. Right, sir. Off the cue, sir. Well, we're on Mars. April 20th, 1987. 4.33, Greenwich time. Enter that in the log, Master's. Right, sir. Well, gentlemen, it's less than two hours till dawn. As soon as it's light, we'll send out a landing party. Master's get me an all-over hookup. All set, Captain. Now hear this. Now hear this. All right, men. It's 
smoking lamp is lit. There are 17 men on an alien world. And it's up to us whether we ever get home again. Next few hours should tell the story, and I want instant obedience to all commands. I'll court-martial the first man who doesn't jump through when he's ordered. And one other thing. We may be on Mars, but this is still a United States naval vessel. Officers will conduct a personal and weapons inspection in one hour. And so... Inspection, Captain, now? Let's see. You've got an hour and a half to sweat out before we find out what's outside that airline. I'd rather have a man worried about his stripes. About what's waiting outside on Mars. <laughs> Landing party reports of forward airlock. Captain Black, Lieutenant Hingston, Lieutenant Lustig, and Dr. Horse report immediately to forward airlock. It is now landing time, minus five. Where is the girl? Where's the captain? Who knows? What difference does it make? Just want to get it over with, that's all. Is anybody, uh... Had a cigarette. I think you're smoking too much, Lieutenant Blossom. Are you nervous? Play off with your horse. Wondering what's hidden outside underneath that ground nest? Very unusual planet, Mars. Why? There's an atmosphere. Wonderful thing, atmosphere. Where you find one, you find life. You mean Martian? What do you think they'll look like? No. Intelligent life can take many forms. You mean they may have green skins and eyes on stalks or something? Comic book conception is possible. Or they may have developed to a point that is far beyond us. Perhaps they have a science that can produce weapons far more dangerous than our atomic missiles. You think we may have to fight our way out? After all, we are invading. Now here this landing time minus two. Landing all time. All right, minus all right. Two. We heard this. I know what I'd like to find outside that airlock. Good old Illinois. You ever been there, Rusty? I'm in Chicago. Oh, you ought to see my hometown. Green lawns, big white houses. Sounds like my hometown. My grandmother used to have one of those iron deers on the lawn. Every Halloween, we'd paint another color. One time, we'd paint her black and white like a whole thing. <laughs> Where does your family live, Roy? I have no family. When I was a child, they were gassed to death in the Dachau concentration camp. Oh, it has its advantages. I have no ties on Earth. Nothing to lose now. I imagine I'm the only one on board who is free to enjoy our present peculiar position. All right, let's see. You can button it up now. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, gentlemen, in one minute we'll be the first men to set foot on Mars. Quite an honor, eh? As long as the meadows are not a water costume. Still uneasy, Dr. Horst? Captain Black, I've been uneasy ever since I can remember. On Earth and on Mars. Now, 30 seconds. Give me the intercom phone, Lusty. Masters? Aye, sir. Battle stations have been manned till we return. If we're not back in two hours, I want no rescue parties in us. Blast off and save the ship, you understand? Aye, sir. All right, gentlemen. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Plastic, open the outer airlock. 
chair. Let's go. Hold it, man. Too dark to move fast. Quiet, isn't it? Not even a wind. You can't see anything through this ground yet. Quiet. You don't know what's out here. Come on. Gun 25 yards to the flight. We'll stay here to the ground, Miss List. What do you make of the ground, Hoy? Grass. Plain grass. You can see some large solids there with a mist sent on. Look like Hold your fire, you fool! Some kind of wild animal. I hit it. I could see the traces, but it's still standing. Come on, Hoy. Doctor. Doctor, where are you? Up ahead. Admiring the wild animal. Careful, horse. Wait for us. Don't worry, Captain. Look. It's an iron deer. A lawn ornament. That's impossible. It's hollow. Interesting, isn't it? A whitewashed Victorian iron deer. Sitting on a lawn in the middle of lawn. I don't understand. Look around. The mist's lifting. Captain. Look there. A house, a regular old-fashioned house. A mark. Good Lord. I haven't seen carved scrolls and gingerbread like that in years. Look at that porch swing. <laughs> I told you it was a rooster, Captain. Give me the glasses, Lustig. I want to take a look through that front window. What? There's an upright piano. There's sheet music on it. It's beautiful Ohio. Ohio. That can't be. Look, of course, do you think the civilizations of two planets could be identical? No. That specific variety of geraniums is only 15 years old on Earth. Is it logical we should develop in Mars? How about that port swing, that, that piano, and beautiful Ohio? No, it's impossible. That's black. This looks like the town I was born in. Well, it looks like my hometown, too. I thought of something, sir. It's the only solution. Maybe we're not the first ship to reach Mars from Earth. That's the only answer. That's impossible, sir. There's been space travel that couldn't be secret. Do you have any idea what ships cost, what industrial power is needed? There's got to be some logical reason. Captain, I think perhaps we might find out. Light just went on in that house. Things can cover that door with the machine gun. Aye, aye, sir. Come on, Hart. You ring that doorbell. There's got to be a scientific answer to all this. Stand back, horse. Give me a clear shot. Maybe a Martian. Can I help you? We... We were looking... Well, if you're selling anything, it's much too early. No, no. Wait. Wait a minute. What, uh... What town is this? What do you mean? Are you sensitive to it? No. The stranger's here. We want to know how this town got here. This is a game. No, no. It's not a game. We're from Earth. From where? From Earth. You mean out of the ground? Hey, uh, are you sure you're feeling well? Madam, we came in a flying ship across space. We're from the third planet. This is this is Mars. Now, do you understand? Mars! <laughs> you go away now, you hear? I'll call my husband from upstairs and see a station. This is Mars, isn't it? This is Green Lake, Wisconsin, in the United States of America. 
Bound it down the east side, it landed in on the west side, but the ship is not now. Now go away. Goodbye. Horace, you suppose it's really possible? I've got to find out more about this. Where's the last time now? Go away. Pardon me, madam. What year is this? Year? Nineteen twenty years, of course. Who says when this You hear that, horse? And we know it's 1987. And we know it's Mars. Is it possible that we got fouled up, made some tremendous blunder, and circled around and landed back on Earth in 1928? Maybe some switch in time or, or dimension. Could we have shifted somehow and gone backward in time? Horse, the wonderful water. It's not logical. We've checked every mile. We went past the moon and out into space. We're on Mars. Find out anything, Captain? No, we're going back to the ship till I figure out some logical explanation for all this. Lustig, out of point. I see. Hasten in the rear. Keep that gun at half load. Of course, there's got to be some cold, logical solution. Uh, Captain. What? That house down the street. The white one with the green shutters. Lustig, what's the matter? I never thought. I never thought. That's that. That's that. Lustig, Lustig, come back here. He's running for the house. That crazy fool. After him, quick. Lustig, stop. Come down off of that porch. Grandma! Grandpa! Lustig, what the devil are you in your truck? Grandma and Grandpa, it isn't you! Lustig, what's going on here? Albert, why, it's been so many years. How are you, Grandpa? Oh, it's so good to see you. Lieutenant Lustig. Oh, oh, Captain. Uh, Grandma, I want you to meet my friend. This is Captain Black. Oh. Captain, I want you to meet my grandpa. Howdy. <laughs> any friends of Albert's is friends of ours. How long have you been here, Grandma? Oh, good many years. Ever since he died. Ever since you what? Oh, yes, sir. They've been dead 30 years. What? You mean to tell me that Mars is heaven? Oh, nonsense, no. All we know is here we're alive again. And who are we to question God's infinite ways? Hi. Lustig, we're going back to the ship. But, Captain, I want to talk to my grandpa. Lieutenant Lustig, I don't like any part of this. You come back with us, and I have to club you and carry you. Yeah, but, sir, then I... Heaven only knows what they've run up against the back of the ship. Dimension X will continue in just a moment. Well, now let's come back to Earth for a moment. And what's more appropriate than Wheaties and baseball? You'll see what I mean as I introduce Ed Prentice, who has a special treat for you. Carry on, Mr. Prentice. Folks, I'd like to have you meet a good friend of mine and a prominent member of a fine little organization known as the Chicago White Sox, Mr. Lucius Benjamin Kaplan. Ooh, Ed, don't say it like that. Who ever heard of a ball player named Lucius? What if I went around calling you Paul Edward Prentice? Let's just make it Ed and Luke, huh? <laughs> All right, Luke. Say, just how long have you been with the White Sox? Over 20 years, Ed. Golly, I played and dined near 2,500 games. Then it's about almost 9,000 times, man. I'm from way back. Well, Luke, you don't look it. I don't keep up the pace anyway. Well, Ed, I sleep good. I eat good. I eat mighty good. Eat is about four mornings a week. Those little old flakes put a lot of snaps, even in an old timer like me. Must be because they're 100% whole wheat. I sure like freezes and milk and fruit. You know, Luke, that's exactly what I hear from a lot of ball players and plenty of other people, too. No wonder they call Wheaties the breakfast of champions. Well, thanks, Luke Appling and Ed Fenters. You know, folks, you may not be a champion ball player, but Wheaties can help you feel like one. So triumph. Wheaties, that is. See how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. <laughs> Thank you. 
welcome to the celebration. Celebration, they've abandoned ship. Every port is open. No guards at you. You, master. Fire, Captain. Treat my old dad, dad. That's Captain Black, and he's not a bad guy for an officer. Of all the... Kingston, oh, what's this? Bring that man back. Use force if you have to. Oh, I, oh, excuse me, sir. There's my Uncle George. Kingston, I'll be right back, Captain. Uncle George. Uncle George. What's the devil is going on, sir? They've all found friends and relatives. They're all here. He's right, Captain. I counted. The whole crew is out in the car. But I gave orders. Definite orders. I don't understand, Captain. I understand mutiny. I don't care how many relatives show up. I'll have discipline. Johnny! Johnny, you old son of a god. Edward! Edward! It's you. It can't be. Of course it is. Johnny, you old son of a god. Ed! Edward! Dr. Horst, this is my, my brother, Edward. How do you do? Hello! It's it's wonderful to see you, Edward. Look, I've I, I, I've got to get back to my ship. Hey, I almost forgot. Mom's waiting at home. Mom and Dad too. Mom, Dad are alive. Excuse me, Horace. Then you're real, Ed. Should I feel real? How's that, huh? Ed, Ed, we we've, we've got lunch for you, Johnny. Mom's making corn fritters. Corn fritters? Dr. Horst, haven't you found anybody? No, Captain. I have nobody. Well, then you come on home with me, right, Ed? Sure, you bet. Horst, you wouldn't believe it, but it's been 35 years since I had Mom's corn fritters. Right, George. 35 years. <laughs> Oh, well, well, Johnny, you're still in the Navy, huh? That's right, Dad. I'm in command of the ship. We're an old Navy family, Dr. Horst. All three of our boys in the service. Ed was the best pilot in the Pacific. What did happen? Oh, what's the difference? I'm here now. Uh, you know, it's almost perfect. All we're missing is your brother, Will. Then the whole family to be together. Well, it won't be long, Mom. Will's in charge of the XR-54. That's the next rocket coming out to Mars. Well, little Will. <laughs> when did he leave, Johnny? Take off schedule for September, but it depends on what we report. <laughs> There's no question about that now, eh? Christmas together again. That'll be something, huh? Yes, sir. Well, this calls for a celebration. How about a little of the old dandelion wine, eh, Johnny? Now, Father, don't you go giving Johnny too much wine. Oh, he's a big boy now, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, isn't everything just fine? Just fine. understand why you didn't find any folks here, Dr. Horst. Just a shame. Everybody else is so happy. I never remembered my family. All I know is they were gassed at Dachau during the Second World War. When I was liberated, I was in delirium three months. I cannot remember anything before then. Psychiatric phenomena. That's terrible. 
Isn't there anything anybody can do? I don't want to remember. Oh. I haven't had a pleasant life. I prefer to be free of emotional entanglements. Same to feel with a scientific approach. I'm sorry, Dr. Horn. Oh, I'll get it. Hey, that's our ring, long and three shorts. Oh. I remember that. Well, maybe we'd better call it a night. You must be getting tired, Johnny. I'd better be going back to the ship. Oh, nonsense. You say the night. We insist. Oh, I just couldn't rest thinking of you all alone on that ship. Oh, I'd be all right. Well, good night. Wait a minute, Dr. Horst. That phone message was for you. Me? Yes, that's right. A message from Anna. Anna? I don't remember any Anna. She asked if you were better. Perhaps she's someone you knew at Dachau. Anna? She said she's coming over here first thing in the morning. So you'll have to stay over. Yes, All right, settles it then. You stay here, Hart. You can bunk with me in my old room. Oh, but Johnny, we thought you'd like to be with Edward. So you could talk the way you used to. Well, we can't put Dr. Horst in the day bed. I think we'd better share the room tonight. There'll be plenty of time for talking, Ed. I guess so. Well, I suppose I'd better drop back to the ship. You know, Ed, security check. But why do you have to do that here? Well, I don't know. There's no good reason, I guess. <laughs> well, I suppose we skip it tonight. Oh, oh I know. Sure. <laughs> good night, everybody. Oh, it's good to have you home, Johnny. It's good to be home, Mom. thinking about what we were expecting. <laughs> Cream-skinned Martians with eyes on stalks. All the time, it was only Mom and Dad and Edward waiting. Oh, it's funny what tricks your imagination can play on you. Huh? I guess Mars is heaven, Horst. Hmm. I've been thinking about Martians, too. <sighs> Captain, just suppose... Suppose there were Martians, and they saw us land. Suppose they thought of us as invaders. What would be the best weapon they could use against our atom bombs? I don't see what you're getting at. They would want to disarm us first. Mm. To wipe out all suspicion. To make us seem at home. But suppose this house isn't real. Suppose the people are just images. Stolen by our own memories. By Martians. Created for us by telepathy. Hypnotism. <laughs> that's the craziest theory I ever heard. That's why there was no one for me. Yeah. Because in all my life, there is no happy memory. No real love person. Well, how about that phone call from Anna? Yes. Anna. I don't remember who she was, but I do now. I just remembered. When I was freed from the house, sick and delirious, I raved about a wonderful, kind nurse named Anna that took care of me. There you are. It's logical. She's coming to see you, Mark. But there was no Anna. I'd be nursed by a man. What? Anna was only a dream. And there's only one way they could have learned about her. By reading my subconscious mind. That's impossible, huh? Why? The whole crew was thinking of home. Suppose the Martians read our minds. But if, if there are Martians... If there are, they have us separated. Each man in a different house. Sleeping. Trusting. No one at the guns. There's my pistol downstairs. 
You think there's something to this horse? It's a perfect trap, Captain. He would suspect his own mother, his grandparents. How easy. Just a knife in the heart of each stupid man. That's impossible, Horseman. We've, we've got to get back to the ship. Listen. The crickets have stopped. Presented and transcribed the Ray Bradbury story, Mars is Heaven. Adapted for radio by Ernest Canoy. Featured players were Wendell Holmes as Captain Black and Peter Cassell as Dr. Hawk. Your narrator, Norman Rose. Music by Albert Berman. Engineer, Bill Chambers. Dimension X is produced by Van Woodward and directed by Edward King. Robert Warren speaking. In a moment, we'll tell you about next week's show. And now, here is your Wheaties man, Frank Martin. Folks, tonight we have a special guest for you. Here he is, Joe McRae. Hello, Frank Martin. I kind of expected to see a package of Wheaties sticking out of your pocket. What? Did I forget them? You must like Wheaties, Frank. Sure, don't you? You bet. I'm joining the big parade of Wheaties programs, you know, with Tales of the Texas Rangers come Saturday night. That promises to be real entertainment, Joe. I understand these are true stories of the Texas Rangers. Absolutely. Each story is straight from the Texas Ranger files. Well, we're mighty proud to have you join us, Joe, with this new program. We'll all be listening on the same NBC station Saturday night for Joe McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. Okay, Mr. McRae. Okay, partner. Good night. Good night, Joe. And friends, be sure to listen Saturday, that's tomorrow night, to Joe McRae and his new program, Tales of the Texas Rangers. And get your readings, everybody. Frank Martin inviting you again to listen tomorrow night to Joe McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers on the Wheaties Big Parade. See you then. Next week, the story of the strangest case ever recorded in the files of the Bureau of Missing Persons. The case of The Man in the Moon. 
You'll hear the whole story next week when we venture once more into the unknown world of... Dimension Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.